Hello everybody, this is Shannon Price, the Mind Mechanic, and I'm here to help you navigate your life. Welcome and thanks for tuning in to today's podcast. My goal in life is to change the way people see and treat themselves, to educate, empower, and evolve. I've dedicated a huge portion of my life to help each person become the best version of who they are, one step at a time, and teach them how to continue to do this for the rest of their lives. You and I have one thing in common. We want to constantly improve our lives and be the very best version of ourselves. But many people have lived their lives pretty much the same way for a very long time. Stuck. You are capable of making the biggest transformation of your life. You are very capable of becoming unstuck. Now I can help you with this. So if you consider all those ways that we have made ourselves feel stuck, Becoming unstuck is just a change in perspective, a change of mindset, and a change of behavior. How would it feel if you just could not find that feeling of anxiety or fear any longer because you know how to control it and take charge? What is it that you struggle with internally that causes that external anxiety emotion or action that you just wish would stop. Well, I know how to make it stop. I know how to help you help yourself and how you can make it stop once and for all. What if you could just spend a little time with me one-on-one and learn how to do that for the rest of your life? Today's podcast is something I want to talk to everyone about, including myself. And it's all about perfectionism because nobody expects you to be perfect. You know the old saying, no one is perfect. Well, of course, that's true because what is perfect? It doesn't really exist. Well, unless you mean maybe that perfect pizza or the perfect dark chocolate. Now, I know those exist. And every day when I work with clients to help them with their anxiety levels, I see the catastrophic effect of what perfectionism does on a person's self-esteem and confidence. People will happily declare themselves as a bit of a perfectionist. And they say it with almost a sense of misplaced pride. And nearly always without fully realizing the harm that they can maybe be doing to themselves by adopting and accepting that attitude. The fact is that nobody deliberately decides to deprive themselves of happiness or satisfaction until they can constantly and confidently declare themselves perfect. Why? Because there is a part of us that recognizes perfection as an unreachable goal. As human beings, we are destined to always remain imperfect. We are destined to strive for an impossible goal that would inevitably doom us to a life of disappointment. 
So really, being imperfect is normal, reasonable, and just fine. The reason we adopt the attitude of perfectionism so readily is often because for some reason, our maybe our upbringing gave us the idea that we were never quite good enough, no matter how hard we tried. So now, I want you to think about that for a second. I know that you may recall something in your youth, whether it be us participating in sports or maybe other endeavors like maybe maybe a debate team even. But was it school? Was it pleasing your parents, your friends, your family members? What was it? Because I think we've all probably experienced something there. Perhaps we were deprived of the recognition and the accolades our youth efforts deserved. This more often than not doesn't come from a a shortage of care and attention from our parents, but really just quite the opposite. Think about this, and I bet you've seen it. In many cases, a parent is so keen to make sure their own offspring gets all the opportunities that they missed out on when they were young, that they drive them on to constantly strive for more and more and to completely fulfill their potential. Of course, they're not fulfilling the child's potential. They're fulfilling their own potential through their child. And that happens all the time. And and it can lead to that child never quite feeling that they're in charge of, of what exactly they're happy about. What leaves them feeling not good enough. So I don't mean to say that striving for constant improvement is not a great attitude to have because yeah, we're always going to look to grow and that's an admirable outlook. We should always look for new things. We should always look to grow and to learn, to educate and empower ourselves. But never forget that we will always fall short of perfect because that's okay. It's completely normal. And and if you were to define the word perfect, what would that be? I don't think I don't think any of us know for sure. But there's a reason why you've never heard the story of that happy perfectionist, right? There isn't one. There is not a story about the happy perfectionist because <laughs> there's no such thing. So often we see really high achievers who for some reason have very low self-esteem and who are short on confidence simply because they think they're not good enough. In those cases, they can often be very high achievers because they've been driven on by parents, teachers, whatever, to strive for the very best and not settle for anything less. In these cases, the people who are there are much more used to criticism than they are to praise. So think about that for a second. As you grow, as you go through school, college, 
grad school, life in general, your job, your first job, your second job, your career, were you more used to criticism or praise? So did you get told the things that you were doing wrong or not quite good enough before you were lauded for the things that you did right and praised for the things that you did right, whether that was short term or not? So as a person in that group, we may have been condemned to strive for for perfection. Now, I'm not saying that that this all happened to me, but there certainly have been times in everyone's life when you felt that maybe you weren't achieving enough because of someone else's idea of what you should be, of how perfect you should be. So you see, perfection is impossible to achieve, And to strive constantly for perfection can doom you to a a life of constant disappointment. So being excellent, being really good at what you do is always good enough. As long as you're looking ahead. Because perfect is not a real thing. Like I said, unless we're talking about food here. And perfect isn't always something that's achievable on a consistent basis. So you have something in your subconscious that that I like to call the reticular activating system. That system is in charge of what comes into our conscious awareness. It notices things that apply to us and filters out the things that don't. So once it has a truth, what the subconscious believes as truth, it will notice the things that fall in line with that truth while ignoring the things that don't. So if we're presented with the idea that we're really not very good, our mind will compile that evidence to actually support that truth. So if we change the focus of our subconscious, we obviously and quickly can change our self-image for good. We often judge ourselves harshly against others for the very simple reason that in this particular movie of our life, we see all the outtakes while others only show us their highlights. Think about social media. We only see highlights. We see people when they look their best, when they're happy to show themselves to the world. And for us, maybe it's this way. After we just heard that alarm clock go off at six o'clock in the morning, we get up and we look at that mess in the mirror, that mess that's just fallen out of bed. And it becomes really easy to fall into that trap of thinking, kind of quite badly of ourselves for no reason, because everybody gets up and looks like they just got up. So remember, the person that you put on a pedestal has just an unhelpful viewpoint. They are the same as you are. Higher self-opinion comes when we realize that opinions are entirely dictated by perspective. Our perspective 
and their perspective. So quite often we can lack confidence in ourselves because we are just inexperienced or because we fear doing something for the first time. Stepping out of our comfort zone will always feel challenging. However, we can take solace in the fact that we've done something for the first time many, many times in our lives. So think about this. What have you done for the first time throughout your life? The first time we took a walk, the first time we were able to walk, the first day at school, our first kiss. These are all things that we maybe feared at first, but we later stopped fearing them as we extended our comfort zone to include all of these things. We have vast amounts of experience in doing things for the first time. Growing our comfort zone is what we do really well and we're very good at it. But we can't stop. We have to keep growing that comfort zone, make it bigger and bigger and learn more. We have to have confidence that we will never be perfect in anything that we actually do. But we just do the best that we can because eh, that's how we get better. That's how our comfort zone gets bigger. And that's how we're also able to step outside that comfort zone and make it bigger, empower ourselves, educate, strive. That's all you can do. So I hope you've gotten some value from this particular podcast and all of my podcasts. I want to bring you value. I'd love to hear your feedback. So let's talk about you. Contact me and sign up for a free consultation. Let's see where we can go. You can reach me through my website at www.sp, that's Shannon Price, those are my initials, SP themindmechanic.com. You can also reach me at my main email address, controlfitness at aol.com. That's control fitness. Two words put together, control fitness. You can find all of my podcasts on your favorite listening sites. And you can also find them on my website at www.sp.themindmechanic.com forward slash podcasts. I would love to talk more about this one-on-one with you. I do everything on Zoom these days, so feel free to um, find me, email me at the email address. You can also find me on Facebook Messenger. You can find me on Instagram as well. Please look for Shannon Price. Look for The Mind Mechanic. Look for Shannon's Ageless Fitness. And you'll find me at all of those places. And all you have to do is let me know you want me to contact you. I work with people from all over the globe. And it's uh, it's so successful. It's so successful just to change your mindset, to change your subconscious. I love you guys. And I will talk to you next time. Thank you. Thank you for tuning in.